it was about that time. No, I'm sorry. It was about that time. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to season two, episode two of Motley Heights, our Fallout 2D20 role playing game using the Modifius Entertainment rule set. Hi, I'm ELH, the game master, and joining me are some lovely individuals. I don't have any announcements, so we're just going to go straight into introductions, starting with Mr. Wolf. Wait, I wasn't ready for that. You always have an announcement. It gives no, me don't have an announcement this week. Build up my energy and be like, hey, everybody. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Darewolf um, at DarewolfGaming88 on Twitter and Twitch. I've uh, been playing with ELH here for a while. Um, I am playing Sergeant Nicholas T, Brotherhood of Steel, uh, Rangers, uh, you know, maybe like on leave or whatever. And I'm also in the Saturday game, Chromatic Crusaders. Small little shout out. I'm going to steal Aaron's thunder because he always shouts out his other game. Uh, you guys should definitely check that out. Uh, it's super fun. We're playing some evil dragons. But uh, this this is Fallout, so let's get weird. Mm -hmm. Well, now that my thunder has been thoroughly stolen, I guess there's nothing left but to introduce myself. Hey, guys, I'm Aaron. Uh, I'm playing Draxus, the intelligent Deathclaw. And I'm from California, but not in real life. I'm from Canada in real life. And uh, I'm also Dr. Slash Commander Dottig on Star Trek Congo Tuesday nights. Check us out. Um, excited to be here. Games are therapeutic, so let's 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 be well. Let's therapize. And certainly, last but not least, we have Professor Hex, who is either frozen or standing very very still. No, I'm not frozen. Um, Hello, I am Professor Hex. Uh, I am, you know, I'm just a man, really, at the end of the day. Um, and I will no longer be playing um, controversial pop philosopher Jordan Peterson. I will now be playing, um, uh, uh, what's his name again? Dr. Kaz Wurr. Yes, thank you. Oh, my yes. God. That was a really good one. And I love you. All right. What? On that note, <laughs> let's. I can't. What? what the fuck? <laughs> what? I don't see what. What's the problem here? All right, let's get started. So, when we last left the group, such as it is, you all had just acquired some information about the institute from an abandoned hospital that was being used for uh, not so great experiments on super mutants. But it's now been maybe about two to three weeks, uh, or two, three days, I should say, since the event. So you're still healing your injuries. There are still some lingering scars. But for the most part, you're all lounging around Motley Heights. You're, you're taking a breather. You're basically surviving in the wasteland, as you do. And as you all are sort of sitting around shooting the shit with one another, uh, your good friend Angela walks in. And this is the Wild Wasteland, by the way. Oh, and speaking of redeems, you guys have four AP from chat right Ooh. now. God um, damn it, chat, you guys spoil us. I mean, mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah. But no, the uh, the Wild Wasteland is Angela walks in with a canteen of water and she says, um, gentlemen, I, I know you're doing a bit right now, but um, you need to see this. Um, I'm literally just standing here. Oh, I, I thought it was a bit. I'm, I mean, you're I'm all just sitting. sort of standing here looking at one another in silence, so... Okay, I'm sitting all, on the floor. What? That's offensive that you would assume that at all times we're doing a bit. You know, we're more multidimensional characters than just bit people. I mean... It says the man who tables things and hands out sticks. Um, More to the point, though, watch. So she uncaps the canteen. 
holds it open over the ground, and water pours out. And then it stops pouring water, and she says, all right, you saw that, right? Yeah, totally I, saw you, I, saw you, I saw you waste water. Right, but we, we can't uh, confirm that this canteen is empty now, yes? Uh, Drexus, just to be clear, I, you weren't looking anywhere near the canteen at the time. I think the, uh, the old uh, vision ball is uh, still giving you, giving you problems. I mean, I could see it. Yeah, but your face was pointing in the opposite direction. Um, you were basically I, looking nine, 90 degrees away from the thing. Right, but I have to because when I put my eye back in, yeah. it just sort of went that way. So I kind of have like half of my head where I'm like, oh my God. Well, I can that's understand. Because... I can, I'm now, I'm prey and predator you know how prey animals have their eyes on the sides of their head to give them better peripheral vision well now i can like i can i can get into that headspace and uh, uh hang on you're a little blurry i can get into that headspace this is and, gonna and take some just, getting used to and just just go for it you know can you can you fix that is that hey I, first thing, when we got back here, I said, look, Drexus, I'm not a plastic surgeon, but, you know, you're not exactly spoiled for choice, so I'll give it a shot. And he was like, no, I don't have any insurance. Uh, My premiums are going to go through the roof, blah, blah, blah. And so I thought, all right, fuck it. You know, if he just, if he wants to live and look like a, you know, some kind of bobblehead, then that's fine with me. Um, Okay. Um, well, I, I told you, I didn't say anything about my insurance. If you must know, I have Blue Cross Blue Shield, and it's excellent oh. coverage. Oh, I see. Well, uh, um, uh, newsflash, uh, genius, uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield uh, doesn't exist. It's uh, fucking vaporized. So uh, good luck uh, filing a claim. I would That's like probably why they haven't returned my faxes. I would like to spend a luck point that in mm. this moment I reach into a chest and I pull out a blue cross and a, and blue, a blue shield. shield. I, I mean, I see them right here. Here you go, Draxus. You were looking for these earlier. One health now care, see, please. Now, see, this is a bit. Like, just to be clear, this is a bit. What we yeah. were just doing, not yeah. a bit. Do you see the hey. difference? Like that Angela, was just, Angela just looks at all of you and goes... I have no idea why I or Morgana hangs out with you crazy assholes, but uh, okay. Just let me just point out. Mm. You're the crazy one for coming in here and just pouring perfectly good water on the floor. Yeah. I mean, what kind of lunatic does that? Well, okay. But more to the point. And she shows you like the canteen. You all can confirm it's empty. Yes. You see it's empty. Yeah. All right. She replaces the cap, shakes a little bit unscrews the cap, pours out more water. All right, now where did that water come from? Because we all just agreed that the canteen was empty. Um, That's easy, elemental plane of water. Uh, I mean, what do you like for? I, she looks at Dr. Wormart. Do you, what, what the fuck's the elemental plane of water? Obviously, it's a canteen. It's, an it's, um, it's um, you know, d- dragons and dungeons, fucking nerd shit. Oh, don't, that nerd shit? Just oh. don't pay attention to that. It's obviously a trick canteen. You know, it's not my first time in the rodeo. You know, I've seen a David Copperfield show before, you know. 
is probably a little thing at the bottom, which has got like uh, like a pill in it that once it hits air, makes water, blah, blah, blah. It's um, a whole thing. So or, if it's, 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 I think it's a, just a regular um, decanter of endless water um, as, as, as listed in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Ooh, can you set it to geyser? And uh, we can fill up the pool. <gasps> I could go uh, hey, before this goes any further, let me just go get a football so that I can just, in as jockey a way possible, just beat the shit out of both of you. Well, so about that pool, um, like, does it does it keep pouring? If you keep pouring, or can you just you have to like get back? All right. Okay, no, I, I'm gonna go. I, I, I'm gonna I have go to find the locker the to stuff you into. Or is it gonna take a while? But I mean, if we get started on it right now, we're probably done in the next two or three days. Days? I mean, you saw how much that canteen holds. I mean, if you want to fill up the the kiddie pool alone, that's gonna take weeks. Well, let's get weird, and I'm gonna well, go. That's why you set it to geyser. It produces oh, yeah. thirty gallons of water. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hold hey Drax, hold hold what's uh, what? what's uh, what's a draconic oh. for uh, for water or or geyser or, or waterfall? What's draconic? Um, for it's oh, it, um, draconic for waterfall is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So no, no, no. You're no. You got it. Uh, Did I get the pronunciation you, wrong? Your your, your you know, accent is terrible. Okay. Well, I will work on it. It's fun. Here, Doctor not... Worm, you can have the canteen to do whatever the fuck you want with it. Thank you. Just to be clear, we're not living in some kind of, you know, mincy fucking fantasy world. Okay. <laughs> is that better or worse? <laughs> Good one. Yeah, right. <laughs> I literally like <laughs> like a month ago. I literally murdered a man, and I have yet to receive any kind of institutional justice. Yeah, that's because you're a murder homo. We live in the wasteland. Yeah, yeah. The uh, like uh, you know the plane of the plane of waste. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. I mean, really, it probably bears like a closer resemblance to Acheron. Oh, that's a good point, actually. It does bear a close resemblance to Akron. What if we are in Akron? I think we are, actually. Where's my plus one mace? Well, as you go to look at your I plus mean- one mace... Oh, my God. It's the fucking bat. Oh, my God. As he pulls out a comically-sized bat, um, I would like everybody to roll me a perception of survival, please. Difficulty of one. Right. What's my, where's my character sheet? Mm-hmm. Yes, even chat saying, Roger is back. Roger never left. He just went into hibernation. Mm-hmm. All right. That looks but- like uh, Worms got one success. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. I'm All too right, busy get... trying to figure out how to waterboard the other two with this. Uh, <laughs> with the canteen. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that tracks because I've got yeah, uh, a googly that... eye at this point. Yeah, so Draxus, uh, you're having vision problems, and uh, Nicola T, you get actually one AP for your troubles. But what's important is Nicola T and Dr. Worm, um, I don't have the sound effect queued up, but you all, I'm hoping, know the sound effect from Halo when a Wraith fires like a plasma shot, you know, that kind of mortar. You hear that sort of energy charge thump from across the water, because again, Motley Heights borders on the ocean, so you hear a massive thump and you kind of look out a window and turn to look towards the source of the noise, and you see a giant green projectile, a plasma projectile, arcing 
in your direction, but not aimed at you. Like you can tell it's going to go over Motley Heights, but there is a giant plasma projectile that is soaring over Motley Heights. Do we have any of the skulls on? In which case, you can play the children uh, cheering sound effect. And, we'll assume and the, that it's and the balloon popping with confetti. Yeah, exactly. It has been played. Yeah. All right, Roger. Back in your hole. Um, well, that seems... Oh, no, it's a fucking dragon. Let's all run and get a plus one. Oh, my changes. God, it is a dragon. All right, Traxxas, grab your cross and shield. I'll get my plus one mace. Let's go slay us a dragon. What? No, dude, I don't have any weapons. I'm a monk. Oh, right. I'll take the shield. And then I heft the shield on. Right. I huff back over. I grab the it... plus one mace. <laughs> battle and glory. So and e- ELH, if mm-hmm. if it's a, like a, a, a projectile, I suppose it's it's doing like sort of like a, a parabolic arc. Yeah. Uh, arc. Um, is it like a like that telltale kind of like green plasma looking deal? Oh yeah. All right. So Draxus is gonna look at it and be like, you know, Doc Worm, this this I pride myself on being new player friendly, so I'll just say like just on site alone, that really looks more like an Eldritch Blast. You should probably move, though. He might actually be frozen. We don't know. No, he's not frozen. frozen. I can see him twitching. I can see him twitching. Have at the dragon! There you go. So, Angela kind of calls, uh, Hey, Morgana! Um, what the fuck was that? And Morgana scuttles in, kind of looks at the projectile as it falls over the horizon. And you all hear a muffled explosion and a small burst of air washes over Motley Heights. But Morgana kind of looks out to the ocean and her eyes kind of narrow a little bit. And she says, well, well, well that, that just that came, came from a from freedom, freedom class, class battleship. battleship. Uh, ba- battleship? Yes, battleship, yes, battleship, a naval a vessel, vessel with very large guns. Large guns. You know, I, mean, like, I, I know, uh, I, I know what a battleship is. B four, C seven, hit, mm. miss. Yeah. Oh, I get it. And uh, Drax is actually going to run to the end of uh, Motley Heights and cup his hands and go, miss, A five. As you run to the shore. Uh, Nicola T is, is kneeling with his mace and shield and is saying a prayer. <laughs> and uh, yeah. All right, my my friend, my fist flying friend, we got us a dragon to slay. Morgana turns to Dr. Worm and says, what the hell are they talking about? I don't know. Some kind of gas leak. I who knows? Mm-hmm. Well, I can't really make out too much about the battleship from this distance, but it appears that there are some smaller craft coming from the boat. Uh, looks like there's people on them, but I can't really make out any concrete details. Uh, Watercraft? Like yeah, yeah. They're uh, like little dinghies and... Little uh, little speedboats, a few jet skis too. I'm surprised that they have jet skis. 
Well, go and shoot at them. Wormlings. Well, they're not coming towards us. They're coming, if I'm judging their trajectory correctly, somewhere south of Motley Heights. And actually, I think if you look carefully, they're going to Nahant, the, the vault that you guys found me in. Uh-huh. Oh, I really hate that place. Well, you well, did you turn did it into a smoking, smoking crater, so it's not like they can like loot anything there, there but I suppose, I suppose it's now an opportune mariner. Uh, I believe I believe the proper term is marinina. Oh, no, that's oh, the no, Mars no, pronunciation. No, it's, mar- it's marinara. Oh, yeah, that's... Forgive me. You're, see, this is why... One of the reasons I keep you around, Drex, is you've just got a great mastery of the English language. I'm just... I'm, I'm a true Renaissance <laughs> man. You know, I have a wide... A wide breadth of knowledge on mm-hmm. on everything in the world, really. I mean, really? except for a lot of most things. Oh, so we're just we're just saying blatantly false things today, are we? Well, I mean, you do call yourself a doctor. <laughs> so, Angela speaks up and says, "Um, so, do we want to go check this out, or are we just going to kind of hang here and hope this passes over?" Oh no, I, I think um I think that we have a uh I think we have a duty. Um, you know, my, my task is set before me, girl. My mission clear and true. There'll be black knights and dragons, girl, but I will always come for you. And then I will lightly caress her cheek and um, turn and leave. Phrasing. <laughs> hey Duckworm, you know where he sleeps, right? <laughs> yeah. I know the times, the locations. Yeah. Cool. Snoring patterns. I got it all. You and I are going to have a chat later about that. Oh, I'm Draxus. Not and... with lives above eternity. It doesn't live off fame, but rather deeds. And there's shit that needs doing. Uh, all right. Um, oh, so I, can, I can. I can do that. I could. I could do that too. And uh, Draxus will actually go down on all fours and just like sort of like motion to Nicola T to like just sort of jump up on his back. He does. <laughs> and. Um, I say, all right. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try one. All right. Uh, ra, uh, ra, riders of Rohan, fell deeds awake. Uh, now for wrath, now for ruin, and the red dawn. And he's just gonna run. Ah! To start <laughs> we charge off. Oh, it's a watershed moment for uh, for my friend. There, it's the first mount he's ever got. Do okay. Do you do you do you think you three can handle it? Should Morgana or, or, or I come with you, or should we hold down the fort here? You should absolutely come with us because it's like throwing toddlers at this problem. So, <laughs> okay, um, Morgana, I will. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay here. Protect your precious cooler of Nuka Cola. Now, see, that is an appreciation that well, I can appreciate. Thanks, Morgana. Don't mention, don't mention it. it. There's also There's the also fact the that fact the turrets are still down, down so, so I am the only one equipped to defend this place anyway. Place. Right, we need to talk about that later, but uh, let's chase after those idiots, Worm, before they get too far. I wasn't planning on running. Um, well, I said chase. I didn't say run. I see. Okay. All right. So, as Draxus and Nicola T, as you charge off, you're obviously going to arrive at the location a little bit ahead of Worm and Angela. Um, but when you do arrive on the scene, 
what you do see is that a large number of boats and, you know, small watercraft have been pulled up to the small little crater of where the underwater vault used to be. And now there's just sort of like a jet of land that they've pulled up onto the shore of. And what you're noticing, or at least as far as you can tell, they haven't noticed you. So you, you kind of have the advantage here. But what you're seeing is that sort of policing the craft and otherwise, you know, getting ready to presumably raid inland is a large number of individuals, maybe about 20 to 30, that are all wearing pre-war, like pre-Sino-American War naval clothing. And every single one of them is smoking a fresh cig. Draxes. Yeah. Smoking's bad for you, ain't it? I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty bad, I think. But, like, but really, if they've been out in the ocean, yeah. they probably soaked up quite a few rads. So I really, I think like smoking is probably academic at this point, if whether or not that's bad for them. Now, maybe, maybe I'm being a little pedantic here, but in most of the action movies I've ever watched, don't the bad guys usually smoke a cigarette? Yeah. 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 I feel like these might be bad guys then. So they're not, we're, um, we aren't LARPing anymore. I think, I think we've, I think we've changed genres into a, uh, like a spy action movie, like James Bond. You can All be right, 007, we, I'll be 006. What are we looking at? As Worm See, sidles up with a thing. fucking point. And, uh, yeah, I guess without, without what? missing a beat, Drax is just going to be, well, all right, chief. Here's a here's the situation. We've got half a dozen perps in a, a staggered echelon formation. Why are uh, you talking like that? No, I thought we were doing a buddy cop. Now we're a buddy cop. I can do my New York accent. <clears throat> I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah, and I'm I'm fresh off the force. I'm here to to change things, and I haven't been jaded by years of. The corruption. Yeah, uh, uh, y- yippee, yippee, Kaye, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you okay. gotta get some. You gotta get some enjoyment out of life, man. I mean, I don't know what you gotta. I don't know what I gotta say or what Apparently I gotta do. I can't when you guys are around. You know, one day we'll break through that crusty moldy exterior and and find the sweet caramel of joy inside which will be very old and also very moldy well as you all are talking you're going to notice that some of the uh pirates whatever you want to call them they are starting to head in your direction so if you want to just remain in the open uh, and uh, have them notice you, you don't have to do anything. But if you actively want to hide from them, I will need uh, a stealth or a sneak check from all of you. I can do that. I can do that. I would like just, to observe. Just to get out of the way? or uh, More or less to hide behind either a building or a small hill. You know, One of the things where if you actively do not want to be seen, I will need the stealth roll. <laughs> Nicola T, in classic fashion, steps on a bottle. Nice. Nice. So I think, yeah, with that complication, I think what's going to happen is as you all start to move maybe out of the way, Nicola T, you crunch a bottle and some of the individuals coming kind of look up 
And uh, one of them shouts, Hey! Hey, you! What? What? Holy shit, did that Deathclaw just talk, Jimmy? Uh, yeah, it did. Holy shit! Let's yeah, go hey, talk I'm, to it. Hey, I'm Draxus. What's up? And at this point, you know, they, they kind of sidle up to you, and they're holding their weapons, but they're not pointing them at you. They're just kind of, you know, combat hey. ready, if you will. Hey, um, you know, don't mean to, don't mean to, uh, like, make demands right from the get-go, but, uh, could I, could I bum a smoke? It's been ages. Oh, no. Uh, look at that. He, he already wants a smoke, Jimmy. Well, uh, <laughs> you are right, Mariner. You were right to bring extra. And, uh, Mariner smiles, reaches into his many medals on his chest. He reaches into his little uniform, pulls out two cigs, and gives you two of them, Draxes. Oh, thanks, man. And, yeah. uh, and then he kind of like, you do the lean-in thing with the the lighter. Yeah, kind of lights it for you. <sighs> yeah, that's that's smooth Carolina smoke. And the mariner, or so you're assuming, says, "All right, well, uh, holy shit, a talking deathclaw. This will be a story for the fucking deacon." But yeah, uh, we're the smokers. We, uh, you guys know where any fusion cores might be. Uh, we're kind of looking for those right now. Uh, Have you tried checking up your own asshole? <laughs> oh, look at that. He's got jokes, right. too. Um, I mean, what... Uh, Seriously, um, have you tried checking? Um, no, it, it, it wouldn't fit. You you couldn't get a fusion... What? Oh, I mean, it won't fit with that attitude. Look, I figured, you know, you guys are men of the sea, surely... You know, you're alone on those decks. Things happen. We have Maybe. women in the smokers, too, you know. And the mariner points over at a woman who is in, you know, standard Raider outfit. But it's it's over the naval uniform kind of a thing. where So there's, like, little bits of metal and stuff on, on top of her. And she's like, yeah, um, hi, I'm here. Yeah, all right. What's your point? Well, you just said that. Mariner, can we waste these idiots? And the Mariner whoa, laughs whoa, and says, "Hey there, oh, hey, whoa, come on now, whoa, come on. Whoa, we're whoa, just, whoa, we're whoa, just hey. talking. We're just talking. It's not, it's not my fault clear. if you've never heard of a strap on. He does not. He does not speak for all of us. Only himself. All right. Now we just, we were just scrolling by. We noticed that you were, you know, hucking large rounds of plasma." into and onto the shoreline and we were just curious as to why you were fucking up our neighborhood that's all which is why my friend got on the back of this fucking giant talking death claw and ran towards you like you were the goddamn orcs okay first Ooh, of all, good, you know, nice, nice reference and well no we did make the reference about rohan that you know what that was good dr worm yeah Two, i'm literate one, one uh one Deathclaw and Scribe will not be enough to break the lines of Mordor. And the smokers all kind of look at each other like, what the hell is going on? It wasn't an invitation to make more of these references, just... Oh, I'm sorry. Will you so... just eat both of those cigarettes real quick for me? I mean, I was going to save one, but fine. <laughs> just eats just them. eats it. All right, two percent closer to cancer. Great. So oh, yeah, Mariner, I can't. I, I'm a I'm a death claw. I can't I can't get cancer. 
Oh, that's what they told you, huh? So yeah. the Mariner reaches into his uniform again and pulls out a radio and he says, Hey, boss, uh, we got a talking death claw here. Should should we bring it back to the ship? And uh, uh, Oh, no way. I ain't, I ain't getting on no boat, Hannibal. Say again, Mariner, you, you have a talking what? Well, yeah, talking death claw, boss. Uh... I mean, they. I mean, they seem like good people. They they have lots of jokes. Okay. Should should we offer them the smoker invitation? Well, it depends. Uh, what's the finest thing that they're wearing? And the the mariner kind of looks at all of you and kind of notices Nicolati still carrying the blue cross and the blue shield and replies, uh, "Boss, they're." They're doing a. They're doing something with a blue shield and a blue cross. You, you know what the fuck that's about? Holy shit! The blue cross and the blue shield. Yeah, I heard legends about that shit. That there is a paladin of Rohan. Boss, I have no fucking idea what either a paladin or a Rohan is. Well, that's because you're uncultured fucking swine. If they want smokes, give them smokes. If they want to help, let them help. But don't piss them off. All right, boss. We can do that. And the Mariner puts away the radio. Well, you heard the boss. You guys want any SIGs? Because uh, if not, we're going to go try and find some fusion cores. Hey, first of all, I want to thank you and your boss for finally showing me the respect that I've always deserved. Second of all, why do you need fusion cores? Well, I mean, it's not like those plasma blasts can, you know, go on forever. We... We need some fusion cores to fix the ship, to, to get all the generators up and running. And I mean, yeah, we can shoot plasma a few miles inland, but we want the big guns. Like I'm talking the big old hunkabaloos that can fire 26 miles kind of a thing. But why? Well, it's a big gun and I, we want to shoot it. But why? Like, what are you shooting at? Well, um, anyone that pisses us off oh, or... That's... That's, you know, classic, classic mercenary stuff. You know, people come to us with a problem. They say, hey, smokers, we, we have a problem. And we go, is it up to 23 miles inland? And they say yes. And then we say, no longer a problem. And then we just fire our main battery and it's not a problem. We get paid. Yeah. So who are you shooting at when you originally shot? Oh, um, we meant to hit the shore here, but apparently we were very far off the mark. Well, I think in the back in the old days, and and Doc Worm, you can feel free to correct me because I know you lived it, but I think uh, that's what they called a sail by salute back in the old days. He's right. I don't have a snappy rejoinder to that. He's just right. No, I mean, and he kind of kind of looks at all of you, kind of looks at Angela for a moment, and says, "Now that woman looks like she can fix some things." You uh. You want to come help us build the boat? And Angela says, nope. Well, couldn't hurt to try. Uh, I like these guys. You like Goodbye. anyone who gives you free shit. Yeah, don't you? No. I usually take the free shit. And then, after that, never talk to them again. Well, I mean, conceivably, when they sail away, we'll never see them again anyway, so it's, I don't see it. I'm just doing that with extra steps. Seems inefficient to me. Well, well I, for one, would like to meet this cultured commander of yours. 
and uh, speak with him of the uh, the holy light of the blue and uh, the blue cross and the blue shield, and perhaps uh, converse about more divine and holy things. Um, Go ahead and roll me oh. a uh, speech at a difficulty of three. Uh, and by my count, you guys are capped on AP right now. You have now. so much AP that nice. I'm going to spend three of it. Dump it. Uh, Look at I fucking have... Colonel Sanders over here. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, you want me a speech? Is that correct? Yep. Give me a Chrisman speech. Difficulty of three. All right. Cool. We got so four die. That is an eight and a six and yellow. All right. Well, I will spend a luck point to reroll that. the complication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is currently sitting at four successes because one yep, of those that is four a is a crit. And then I will roll one, eight, six. Wow. That's all right. Wow. That's apparently we're having fucking Kasumi luck because that's too complicated. That's that's what, four, five complications already? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's number five. So apparently that's a thing now. But I still pass. Yeah, you do still pass. So I think what's going to happen is, uh, you know, the Mariner is going to be very receptive. He's because he, you did succeed. He's going to be like, all right, yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, Safine, you want to take the take these boys back to the boat? And Safine, the one woman of the group, says, "Yeah, boss, I'll I'll take him back, but um, we don't have anything for him." And she points at Draxus. I, I think oh, he would capsize anything we we put him on. Oh, that's that's fine. I'm uh, I'm actually um, afraid of drowning, so I don't want to go anywhere on or in the water. So you want to just stay here then? Yeah, I'll I'll just hang out here. Um, oh, Nikki, if you go on that boat, can you see maybe if they can uh, wrangle us uh, or, or you know part with uh, some of their you know, lesser used armaments for, say, you know, home defense. You know what? Yes. Yes, I can. And Although, uh, look, look, Drexus, I, I know you've got this whole trepidation when it comes to swimming and water, but Deathclaws are natural born swimmers. And I know that if you put your mind to it, you put your heart to it, and you push past this fear, you may discover a pastime of great enjoyment. Now, I know we talked about doing the kiddie pool first and starting small, but I feel like if we just go straight into it, dive right in, nose first, cockeyed eye looking one way, straight eye looking four ahead, you will not regret it, sir. And I give you like a pat right on the, like a little boop right on the, the chest. You know, you I like I like that enthusiasm. I really, really like that, but I don't think that this is the episode where I get over my fear of water. Did you know that there's an average of 10 fatal drownings per day? Did you know? I'm not going that, in that water. That, that, that was true when there were more people. Now it's down to an average of like maybe a half a person a day because they got eaten by this awesome death claw that was swimming through the water like a badass. And you know what that death claw's name was? Drax is the fucking destroyer. That was his name. That was his name because he's a badass. Come on, buddy. Get fired up. Give me, give me, the, give me the girl, girl ground to you. Give me the water. Get in the water. Let's go. Come nah, on. You nah, remain conscious the whole time you're drowning. I just oh, want to point that out. I did the whole like building yeah. up thing, and you're still going to tell me to get fucked. I appreciate that. I, I really I do. Tried. But, you know, um, I think, oh, hey, and tell them too that, uh, you know, if they need any sort of like uh, remuneration 
yeah. or payment for these uh, these these turrets or whatever it is that they have that they may want to part with. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll go with them and help them find some fusion cores. I mean, can't can't be you know it's got to be worth something to have a death glob to like back you up. Yeah. I mean, just like any tabletop RPG, it's bad to split the party, but eh, Thank God someone said it. And uh, I'm going to pivot and walk with them towards the boats and head off to the ship. Uh, I had a feeling this would happen, so I'm actually somewhat prepared for this eventuality. So uh, what's going to happen is we're just going to bounce back and forth until we rejoin as a group. So we'll start with Nicola T and Worm. So Nicola T and Worm, you hop on a boat with this uh, individual, this smoker woman, and you uh, I never launch... said I was getting on the boat. Oh, you're not getting on the boat. I don't I don't I don't like the cut of their jib. I don't like these people. So then Angela's going with Nicola T then. Yes, very good. Finally, some alone Tam. And I think Angela, she sits across from you, she says, don't get any ideas, and I swear if you make a poop deck joke, I will shoot you in the knee. Okay, first off, I'm a man of more high class than the poop deck joke under his breath and mutters some bitch. All right. So we'll handle you first, then Nicola T, then we'll bounce back to the others. So the journey out into the water uh, maybe takes about 10, 15 minutes, but very rapidly you do indeed see a large freedom class battleship. Now, when you're imagining this uh, battleship, there actually is art of 2D20 or not 2D20 art of fallout four. Um, it's one of the things where it looks like your standard battleship, but it's a little bit more sleek, a little bit more streamlined, and it is absolutely covered in different kinds of turrets. And mostly for the naval fans out there, uh, I do have a little bit of lore for you. So what you see, Nicola T, is that you do see a 406 millimeter plasma battery. There's two of those big suckers. There's two also 127 millimeter uh, dual purpose plasma batteries. Then you've got your dual purpose laser batteries. There's about four of those. You've got about two 40 millimeter anti-air guns. And then you have about eight 40 uh, caliber dual pistol dual purpose laser batteries. And then there's some torpedo tubes as well. But you probably care more about the point that there's fucking guns all over this thing. Did you say pister? Yeah, I think I did. Like as in it shoots concentrated piss? I mean, maybe. If you try hard enough. You shouldn't have to try hard. She might want to see a doctor. <laughs> the case in point, uh, as uh, you're kind of looking at this thing, you do notice that it has seen wear and tear because it is from before the Great War, the Sino-American War. So as you pull up to it, you actually pull into an amphibious bay in the back of the battleship. And your escort says, all right, um... Don't cause any trouble, because the only way you're getting back to shore is on uh, one of these boats here in the Amphib Bay, and I'm going to wait here until you get back. Uh, Deacon's real easy to find. Just go up the stairs and uh, follow the signs for the bridge. Pretty easy to pretty easy to do. Little does he know I can't read, and then I'm going to start follow, trying to follow signs. All right. So between Angela and you, you do eventually arrive at the bridge, maybe after Nicola T takes a few random turns that are the wrong way, but you do arrive at the bridge. And when you step onto the bridge, you do see a sort of a, a well-muscled individual uh, wearing a uniform that's a little too tight. 
Um, but more like the Mariner had a bunch of medals. This guy's entire left side is just different medals, just pinned to his uniform. I will whisper to Angela. Seems like he's compensating for something. Well, he's also bald, so take that as you will. But uh, as he turns and you see that he has a left eye patch, he kind of goes, Ah, so you must be the cultured folk that uh, I heard over the radio. Well, welcome to the USS Massachusetts. And might I be the first to say thank you for such a generous and warm welcome. Um, we have a couple questions, and I hope that you will be obliged to answer those questions. Why are you blowing up our shoreline? Well, uh, did we actually hit anything? Uh, the boys were supposed to check that out. and It came real close to blowing up my home, and, you know, can't really abide by that. Oh, well, I mean, that's that's completely understandable. We don't want to hit anybody that uh, doesn't deserve it. Right. So I have your assurances that you won't be lobbing balls of plasma energy over and around my home? If you could point out on this map where your home is, we can do our best. I will do so. Okay. So you point out where Motley Heights is, and he says, Oh man, we were off that much? Holy shit, we're going to need to recalibrate the hell out of the sites. Yeah. So we um we were actually seeking a bit of perhaps trade um in, in our agreement to perhaps assist you in finding these fusion cores. We are seeking to improve our home defenses and couldn't help but notice you got a lot of fucking guns. Uh, we're hoping that maybe we could have a couple of them. The small hmm. ones for, you know, pew pew and whatnot. Well, let me think here. What can we spare? I think we've got a few 20 millimeter dual purpose laser batteries that I could give you, but uh, it's going to cost more than a fusion core or two, unfortunately. Uh, I'm going to look to Angela and be like, would we be able to use those for Motley Hats? Angela kind of scratches her head and goes, I mean, they're a little bit larger than you would really want, but I I'm just going to say it. If we put that size of a gun outside Motley Heights, I, I think that's a statement more than it is anything else. Because, I mean, would you go charging into a place that has that big of a gun pointed in your general direction? I wouldn't. Probably the wrong person to ask that question, but I see where you're going with this. I will turn back to the deacon. All right. Well, I think that could be something that we could, you know, accept as payment. But you mentioned that it would take more than a fusion core too. What exactly are you looking for? Well, uh, we're looking for somebody with knowledge of reactors to, well, take a look at the few reactors we don't have working below decks. I mean, I've got a guy, but he doesn't have a degree in physics. He has a theoretical degree in physics, so it doesn't really doesn't really work. Turning back to Angela with a look of, can you fix it? And Angela sighs and says, I built fucking Morgana. I could probably fix it, yes. Both beautiful and intelligent. You're the whole package. Hmm. And Turn she kind of turns to Locked the deacon at this. And, and probably do it. Yeah, I could do it. And the deacon kind of looks her up and down and says, hmm. Well, uh, I suppose it's up to you then. Uh, if you can get all four generators working I don't see a reason not to just give you say four of the uh, four of the things you're looking for one for one seems like a fair trade mm. in the meantime would it be possible for you to give me a potential tour of this oh. magnificent vessel I'd be happy to uh, we'll go we'll swing by the reactor to drop off uh, what was your name lady uh, my my name's Angela we'll uh, we'll drop Angela off at the, the reactor room and uh, I'll show you the ship well, thank you much, Deacon. 
And as you two uh, get a tour of the ship, we're going to cut back to Draxus and Worm. So Draxus and Worm, um, at this point, the smokers are looking like they're headed inland. Um, I know, Draxus, you said you might follow them, but what is Worm doing, if anything? Uh, Worm is just uh, a smoking by the shore. Okay. Just taking in the sea air. Okay. What about you, Draxus? Are you going to go with them, or are you just going to kind of wait for your buddy to come back? Um, I'm just, just going to take a look over and look at Worm. He's just going to wrap up his... Uh wrap up the story that he was just telling him. And uh, anyway, that was the that was the best summer ever. And the person you're talking to will say is the Mariner, and the Mariner goes, I didn't realize you could use a pineapple like that. It's a it's a multifaceted device. In the right hands. Or quite claws, deadly too. In this case. I mean thirty seven people, one pineapple? I'm I'm mildly impressed. Well, you know, that was really the C4. Oh. Oh. Now it makes more sense. Yeah. Did I leave out that part? My head hurts. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, we're going to head inland. We're going to try and find some fusion cores, but uh, feel free to wait oh, here yeah, with your I'll, buddy. No, I'll, I'll go with you. I'm I'm great. Doc Worm, he doesn't, he doesn't want to be around me anyway. Oh. Um, why are you with him then? Oh, because we're friends. But he doesn't want to hang out with you. Yeah. You don't see how that's contradictory. No. All right. Well, we're going to start heading inland. I guess let him know you're leaving. All right. Hey, Dr. Worm, I'm going. Huh? I'm I'm going. I'm leaving. Yeah. I'll see you when I get back. See, we can, we got a we got a, we got a whole thing. Hmm. All right. I guess we're three ways splitting the party. <laughs> oh god, I fucking love it. All right. So Draxus, you're gonna head in where we'll do Doctor Worm in a moment. But Draxus, you're gonna head in with the smokers, and I'm gonna need you to do an interesting role here. Um. I was going to have you do Perception Survival, but then I realized that doesn't really tell you where Fusion Cores are located. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking actually something more like an Intelligence Survival or maybe even a Perception and a Science role would be appropriate here. And the difficulty um, on this, I'm going to say, is going to be a 2. Yeah, we'll do the, we'll do the Survival role. Okay. Um, just because I don't, have a, I don't have a Science skill because I'm a Deathlock. All right. So I think, uh, based on what I'm seeing, I think you have, what, 4 AP right now? Something like that? Yeah, I'm going to dump them. Okay, yeah, so you're going to dump three dump for four dice? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And this is these are tagged. All right, noted. Now well, that's already two successes. That's three successes. All right, you get an action point back. So, Draxus, I mean, you're no Angela, but you know the general locales uh, where fusion cores are usually located. Things like uh, office buildings, things like uh, the Red Rocket gas stations. A few of them sometimes have fusion cores. Uh, excuse me. There's some vehicles every once in a while where you can still find a fusion core in there. And I'm going to say that with three successes, you actually know a good place to go check for these fusion cores in particular. Oh, you know what? Um, how you guys doing for time? I mean, like, are you here until you find one? Do you mind a bit of a walk? 
I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we we need at least four before we head back. All right. There's an old parking lot for a campground that's probably about two, three miles from here. Um, they've got a bunch of Corvegas in really, really great condition. The fuck's a Corvega? A uh, nuclear-powered car. Oh. Yeah, that, that would work. All right, follow me. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to start leading them lead him to this, this parking lot. So I would like you to roll me two combat dice, please. And if you roll an effect, there will be an encounter on the way. There is an encounter on the way. Consult my chart here. All right, so Draxus, you and the smokers, as you're walking towards uh, this parking lot that you've created in the world, which I love, um, you spot two super mutants in the distance. They're kind of on a perpendicular course to you, but you think they're both wearing smoking jackets. It's kind of hard to tell, though, with your with your eyes, you know, being what they are. Can you, um... They look like they're wearing top coats to you. Mariner stops and squints his eyes and goes, Yeah, holy shit, Super Mutant's wearing bathrobe things? What the hell's happening on shore these days? Oh, it's, that's nothing. That's um, that's Dino and Frankie. You know, like the they were like really famous before the whole thing happened. They got mixed up with the forced evolutionary virus, and now it's they got great singing voices though. And then, over the wasteland, you hear them singing a Frank Sinatra song together. Light me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me. You're off key. <laughs> you know what? That gives me an amazing idea. Nicola T and Worm, do you guys want to be, what was it, Dino and Frankie? Me can be Dino. Me sing Frank Sinatra. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among stars. No, I I, Dino, words, Dino. Dino, 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 we've talked about this. Frankie, you know, no offense, but I really think you should let Dino sing his own songs. Come on, Dino, give me a That's Amore. Come on. He's just totally drawing a blank there. Just a just a blank canvas. I can't hear you. Oh. Well. Big, big bomb. Ring. We would we would just buy we would just buy car lots. Things exploded. He can't hear. He has ringing. Oh, can you hear me now? No. No. Mm -hmm. hmm. Weird. He want to know if you sing song. La la. Sing a song, a song. Yes. Uh, what about my ring? Is wrong. We try some other time. Come on, we go get your ears fixed. I heard the doctor on shoreline. He's very nice. Oh God, I'm trapped in my own body. Unable to speak. And I think yeah. it's Dino and Frankie head towards doctor. <laughs> hey, I Mr. Cool the smokers... doctor, can you fix ringing? Bad tetanitis in, in ears? That's that technical term, yes? No, I'm not doctor. Cool man, hello. As the smokers kind of, who are you talking to? 
It's mine. Come on, Frankie. We get you fixed. That's the what about Drax? That's the smokers of Drax's kind of look at the uh, the super mutants wandering <laughs> off. They're just like, does that happen often? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's go. Hopefully they were talking about the car lot you were speaking about, because if they are, it sounds like something blew up. Nah, I'm pretty sure they're they're talking about the old Starlight Drive-In. People have been trying to move in there for ages. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's still full of old Corvegas. And every so often, there's a straight 10 mil round and... Hmm. So, uh, we're going to resolve this scene when you arrive at the parking lot. And true to your word, there are a number of cars which have fusion cores in them. However, while the smokers are trying to get a few of the fusion cores out, I am going to need a roll for you, Draxus, if you mm-hmm. wish to help them extract the cores. Hmm. This could be interesting if we roll the complication. Yeah, I'll, I'm, mm-hmm. I'll do this. Okay. What would you so, like? I'm going to need you to roll me an agility and a science here, which I know you don't have science, so it's pretty much just a straight agility roll. That's a horrible, horrible roll for me. Well, to make it even worse, the difficulty is a two. All right, I'm going to spend a uh, an action point to get an mm-hmm. extra die. Okay, that gives and, you three. Um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and watch this, everybody. Oh my you god. Get three fucking successes. <laughs> you actually get your action point back. So yeah, Draxus, I'm going to let you describe how you nimbly extract a fusion core, because that is amazing. <laughs> so it's like, Draxus just like pops the hood on the Corvette, and he's like, alright, so it's like, it's all in the wrist, right? I used to I used to boost cars in Reno back in the day. And, uh, I mean, I, I really didn't. I'm like, I mean, if you must, I'm like nine years old. So we'll just, and he just starts like a can opener with his index claw, just like peeling around gingerly the edge. It's like, now see, the trick is, is to not get too far. So you see if I nick that a little bit, how it turns like a kind of a coppery color on the inside. That's how you know that you're, you're getting close to the polonium 210 in the core. That's, you don't want to do that. You want to avoid that if you can. Uh, and there you go. When you feel that click, that's a fresh it's a fresh fusion core right there. And, I mean, if you want to, just for just as a verification purposes, at the end there with the, uh, with the connectors um, for, the, for the circuit into the car, you, you give that a little lick. Yeah, so you get a little shock that you know it's good. Traxxas, I'm going to give you a plus one permanent to your science score for that. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. All right. So as the smokers start to ask Traxxas a lot of questions about how the hell a talking Deathclaw knows these things, we're going to go back to Dr. Worm. So, Dr. Worm, you're chilling on the coast. At some point, those two super mutants might wander by. But what is it you're doing as you're waiting for somebody to come back to you? Well, uh, I've uh, finished my cigarette. I flick the butt into the ocean because it's not like the environment's going to get any better. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess I will uh, sort of casually walk towards um, towards a point in the shore where I can get a decent look at the the ship, the the battleship. Okay. 
So I would say now that it's been pointed out to you and you know there's a ship out there, I mean, you kind of have to squint a little bit, maybe even take off your glasses, but you can generally make out the sign of the Freedom-class battleship on the uh, watery horizon. Do I see anything um, fishy? See anything fishy? Um, trying to think here. Go ahead and roll me a perception and survival. Difficulty of zero. So free action points here. Perception survival. Okay. I'm not a suspicious man, but when GM starts offering you free AP, I wonder. <laughs> All right, no successes, but since it's difficulty zero, you still pass. I mean, it's not like you're seeing giant radioactive whales or talking dolphins or halibuts that are flying through the air, so nothing fishy that you're seeing. There's got to be something up with these guys. I'm going to see if I can... Um... Now, are there any smokers still on the shore? There's one or two that are lingering near their boats where they landed, but they're just kind of talking with each other. They're not really giving you any mind. So if you wanted to do something with their vehicles, there's a possibility there. Um, I'm going to pick an opportune moment that they are not looking. Hmm. Um, and then I would like to just jack one of their boats and head out towards the uh, the battleship. Interesting. And now we have a role that has probably never been before done on stream in any Fallout game because nobody ever specs into it. I need you to do me a either a perception or an agility plus pilot at a difficulty of two. Okay. How much AP do we have? We currently have two. I want to spend one of them. For three days. And yes, Elridge, Jerry, we uh we did see the second cola. We are up to date. Okay, that is oh, look at that. The sheets have been updated. Very nice. Uh there's your two. That's what you need. So, uh, you know, when you hop on to what do you want? A dinghy, a jet ski, what what sort of vehicle you want? Uh I I wanna like I uh, probably a jet ski. I wanna pick a craft that by the time they notice me. They can't get after me quickly, you know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why. Say a jet for, ski of sorts. For whatever reason, I pictured Doctor Worm in a Zodiac, just zooming across the water there. Oh, of course. I, I think that's what we're gonna go with then. So you hop onto a Zodiac and you gun away from the shore, and of course the smokers start yelling after you, but you pay them no mind. And I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna kind of skip back to Nicola T and Doctor Worm. You'll arrive in a moment. But at this point, Nicola T, you have been shown almost pretty much every single worthy of note sort of building in here, or not building, but place in the battleship. So here's what you would know or would have seen. So they had every workbench. They had an armor one, a chemistry one, a cooking one. They had some for power armor. There was one for robots and even one for weapons. You also saw that they had a medical facility with an operational nurse handy, even. You've seen that they have the ability to recharge fusion cores as long as multiple generators are running. 
You, of course, came in through the amphibious bay, but there's also a vertebird landing pad and hangar. And there's also a number of high-class staterooms. There's a number of mid-class staterooms. You do see that they've got water purification devices, and they also have the ability to store fuel. So all things considered, they've got a really nice operation going here. So based on my interaction with the Deacon and my viewing of this vessel, how many people would you realistically need to run this thing? Just asking for a friend. Um, I would say you're maybe looking, I mean, as long as it's stationary and not going anywhere, you could probably get away with four or five people just maintaining the ship. But if you want to like sail this thing anywhere, probably going to need upwards of 15, 20. I mean, the battleship is mostly meant to be run by itself. You just kind of do the monitoring thing. Well, Deacon, I got to tell you, you got yourself one hell of an amazing sailing vessel here. And, and, and really, you know, I haven't asked much about your sail. How did you come to captain such a magnificent uh, creature of the sea, as it were? And uh, kind of reaches into his pocket, pulls out a smoke and lights it up and takes a drag and then says... Well, uh, it was actually a pretty funny story. Uh, my cousin, uh, Tommy, he actually spotted this old girl here. Uh, was uh, beached on a, uh, well, a beach uh, down in uh, down in good old Rhode Island. So, wait, down? Up? I'm not, it's, it's ironic. I'm not that great with directions, but I'm the captain. Anyway, I uh, found her in Rhode Island. Uh grabbed the boys as much as we could, got the thing working best we could, and uh, just sort of sailed south. At least, I think it's south. Rhode Island is north of here, right? Yeah, it's north. Yeah, so we, we just sailed south, and really, this is sort of our first port of call. And and how many approximately of the boys are with you at any given point? That's, I mean, you, it must take, what, 30, 40, 50 people to run this thing? Uh, yeah, something about that. I mean, most of them went ashore, but uh, of course we have that uh, the engineer down in the reactor room. I mean, you, you saw him when we dropped off Angela, and there's a few boys sitting on the guns at all times ready to fire them, but uh, actually quite a small operation, all things considered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what do you plan to do once you get everything up and running fully? I mean, I, I know the boys on the shore said you were planning to maybe, you know, head off and, and, and be mercenaries and, and gain supplies and what have you. You know, it's, uh, what's, uh, what, what do you want out of life, Deacon? What do you want? Well, uh, we're going to need a steady supply of smokes because, yeah, we found a stateroom on this thing full of the things, but uh, going to need a steady supply of smokes. We're going to need fuel and uh, figure pirating, mercenary. I mean, there's got to be a lot of people that want a plasma solution to their problems, right? I mean, more than likely, yeah. More than likely. All right, I'm in a weird spot right now, ELH. As I know, player. I know you're in that struggle. I know. Like, I'm in that struggle. I'm in a weird spot because Nikki's not a bad person, but real mm. talk, kind of want to put tempting. this guy's yeah. head. And if um, it helps in any way, though, what I would say is that you're going to notice this, but the Deacon will not, at least at first. Yeah. You do see a Jets or a uh, Zodiac riding Dr. Worm approaching the ship. Oh, buddy. Have I seen anything that looks out of the ordinary? Like, I'm talking like, do they have 
slaves? Did they have like, I don't know, a cage with puppies in it or something that they were like, I don't know, being calling bad names? Like, is there anything bad about these people? I need something. Give me something. All right. Uh, hey, Wild Wasteland. Excellent. So I would say that I'll mix your answer in with the Wild Wasteland. And the only real thing that stood out to you, and of course, if you want to go revisit this thing, um, the only thing that stood out to you was the fact that there was a Protectron uh, lower decks that kept asking these riddles and sort of puzzles about uh, U.S. society before the war. So, for example, you know, one of the one of the things the Protectron asked you was, who was the commander of the American forces during the Battle of Anchorage? Or, uh, you know... I record and play audio messages and can be used to store other types of data. What am I? And assuming you knew what a holotape was, which I think Nikola T would know what a holotape was. So when you answered the holotape for the second question, you know, the Protectron um, sort of did like a, a price is right noise where you got it right. And it gave you a literal copy of the battleship game from before the war. Well, Nikola T's got that tucked under his left arm with mm. great joy and pride because that's going to be a gift for Draxus. Um, mm. But, man, mm, you know what? Nikki, um, Nikki's going to have a moment and mm. uh, he's going to notice, he notices Dr. Worm driving up. How many guys have I seen on this ship? Including the Deacon, maybe about nine. So Nikki's going to uh, be like, hey, Deacon, um, did you see that thing over there, that boat? Is that one of your guys? Mm -hmm. And he kind of yeah, looks in the do. direction of Dr. Worm. And he's going to put a bullet in the back of his head. Bullet in the back of the head. All right. Yep, that's what's happening. All right. I don't know, so, man. Sorry. No, no, I, I, I deliberately made this tempting because I figured this would happen. Oh, I want this boat. I want this boat. <laughs> All right, so Nicola T, extremely important role here. And Dr. Worm, uh, I would like to imagine that you're going to see this happen as you get closer. So you are technically in this combat if it turns into full combat. I'm going to, so I I would like, so here's what's going to happen. I don't know if this will work. Mm -hmm. He looks at the battleship game, says, sorry, Drexus. And then he's going to shove the gun into the battleship game to mute the noise. And then he's going to mm -hmm. put a bullet in the back of the head of the, uh, of the deacon. Uh, I am going to spend an AP. And well, you did just get an AP from chat. And I, well, I'm going to spend the one, and I guess we still have one then. Yeah. Um, and we're but see to what tell happens. you, though, this yeah. will be, to pull this off without yeah. anybody hearing you, okay. I'm going to set the difficulty at a four. A four, he said. A four. All right. I mean, you know what? I feel if good If you just want to plug him, though, if you just want to plug him and not oh, ruin no. your battleship game, then that I... would be a two. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do it to where hopefully it's muted and no one else hears it, so that I okay. can then go do a little bit more investigating. But I don't know. I don't like this guy. Something feels fishy. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm gonna do three. I'm gonna give you two more dice. Uh, okay. No, wait. Or two I'm more action points for me. Two, All right. Give you two action points. I'm gonna roll four die. I have pretty good luck with doing this. Big money, no whammies. That is three, three successes. successes. I am going to re-roll the 17 with a luck point. All right. And, and you did one... just get a quantum from chat as well. God bless you, chat. Uh, come on. Boomski, that's four. There's your four. Yeah. So, Worm, uh, as you come in closer to the boat, you see Nicola T putting uh, a 
box between the gun and the deacon's head. And then there's a click and you then see the deacon tumbling over the railing of the vessel into the ocean. I would like to spend a luck point that as he tumbles, I grab his jacket. And then as he tumbles, I pull it off of him. And then I put the jacket on. Okay. You now have true to form a water, water world jacket. God damn it. It's good to be the king. <laughs> and I'm going to go find Angela. Make sure she's okay. All right. So Dr. Worm, you just saw that. The deacon's body is more or less floating in the water at this point. You could probably find the amphibious bay if you looked around the ship a bit, but what are you going to be specifically doing at this point before we go to break? Um, swearing a lot. Um, and just generally trying to like, after that happens, mm-hmm. uh, just trying to navigate in such a way as to get in front of as few eyeballs as possible. Because if I can get onto this ship stealthily at this point, I absolutely will. Interesting. Because I don't know how many people are on that fucking ship. Exactly. Let me see, because it's one of those situations where I think you want to do a sneak and a pilot, but those are both skills and you can't combine them. So why don't you roll me a perception and a sneak? And I'll set the difficulty here at a three. Okay, perception and a sneak. And I believe you have, after that Nuka-Cola Quantum, I think you have four AP by my count. Okay, I will spend... At least one to roll three. Go, f- go for three. Roll four, man. Go for it. All right. I will roll four dice. Perception and sneak is that. All right. Cool. That is uh, two successes with a complication. Would you like to reroll that complication with luck? Yes, I would. Okay. And this boy. Yep, that is one success. That's what you need. So uh, what I'm going to say is, Worm, when you go around the back of the vessel looking for a way to get in, you do spot the amphibious bay. And because you succeeded, you're going to notice that there was a guard here, but you just sort of linger in the water just out of sight. And after a moment, the guard sort of gets a call on their little radio and moves away. So you can now safely and securely get aboard the vessel. If I'm on one of those Zodiac boats, I'll just like turn the throttle down and just sort of like coast in sails, coast in and then, yeah, mm-hmm. throw a rope around an anchor, you know, a anchor point And yeah. All right. Neat. All right. So at this point, uh, we're going to take probably a five to 10 minute break. Uh, I know Twitch is having difficulties right now. I know I'm dropping frames, so I'm going to try to fix that during the break, uh, but we'll be back shortly. Stick around. Ah, that sucks. All right. So... Uh, Twitch isn't able to hear this right now. Only YouTube, you're privy to this. But basically, we're having uh, some major connection issues with Twitch. I've tried switching servers. I've tried switching settings. I think it's an upstream problem from me. So unfortunately, this is where we're going to end this session. But this will be a two-parter. And as far as I know, we should be uh, same time, same place next week on August 2nd. Um, But yeah, thank you for tuning in. And um, we'll see you later. Bye, YouTube.